I'm Melissa Beckett, and this is Servant Spouse University, the podcast to help you bulletproof your marriage, where we will empower you to choose faith over fear, courage over convenience, truth over tact, and God over the world. So welcome back. As I promised, my husband Jim is here with me. Hello. Um, I'm very excited you get to hear from him. And I know he won't be on here a lot, but I think it'll be really nice for you and maybe your spouse will be listening too. Um, So we're just going to dive right into the questions. And basically we have some questions here that have been submitted by other people and they're just going to give you an opportunity to get to know both Jim and I better. And we'll hopefully these questions will address some issues that maybe affect you as well. So let's start with the first question. How did you and Melissa meet? So Melissa and I met in college. Um, Kind of a funny story about that. I was an accounting major and Melissa's dad owns an accounting firm. And he was giving me scholarships to get my degree in college. And this was before I met Melissa. And then um, I met Melissa through my roommate and um, but we hadn't started dating. And so I her dad offered me a job out of college and I turned it down for another job. And then I decided to date his daughter. And so I showed up on his door one day to take his daughter out on a date after I'd turned him down for a job. And so he likes to tell that story. He got me as a son-in-law. I got him as a father-in-law as opposed to employer-employee. So that's kind of how Melissa and I met. You know, it's funny what stands out to each of us, because I remember that. But when I hear the question, I think about the fact that when we knew each other in school, when I met you through your roommate, who I had in class all the, all the time, Aaron, um, I would go over to your apartment and study with Aaron, and you would be there. I either had a boyfriend or and you had a girlfriend, and there was just, I don't know if we would have ever dated in college, but there was never even an opportunity. But then I remember one time Aaron and I continued to talk after college, and I hadn't been out of college for, actually you, I was still in college. Yeah. yeah, you were out of college. And we continued to talk, and I remember one day we were talking on the phone, and he said, hey, I was talking to Jim, and he's single. And so it didn't take very long. I picked up the phone and I called you and we got to talking and eventually you asked me out on a date and turns out what I remember is you told Aaron to tell me you were single. Yeah, that's right. So that's how we actually started dating. So um, it all worked out just perfect. Okay, next question. Was it hard for you to change your priorities to live God first, spouse second, and children third? Which of the three is the most difficult for you? So I know that Melissa has been talking to you guys about priorities over the last few podcasts and how to make uh, these priorities God first, spouse second, children third. And I think, you know, we have different seasons in our lives and at different points in our lives, it's more difficult to make these a priority. Um Right now, we, um, if Melissa haven't, hasn't told you much about our family, we have two teenage boys and a two-year-old. And so before we had the two-year-old, Luke, you know, our teenage boys were pretty self-sufficient. It was pretty easy for Melissa and I to focus on 
our relationship with God and our relationship with each other. Um, but as we've added Luke back into the mix, you know, it's hard when you have a little little guy running around that needs all of your attention. Um, so it makes it difficult to, to get those priorities straight. But one thing Melissa and I learned a long time ago was that we needed to set the example for our kids. And by being that example of a good marriage and having good priorities was more important than, you know, doting on our kids or focusing all our attention on them. And so that helped us, you know, make sure God was our priority, make sure that our spouse was our priority, that, you know, our kids need to see Melissa and I as a married couple and and how we focus on each other and love each other because that will be their example someday. And so um, that's kind of how I came to make God first, spouse second, children third. And I've also um, changed positions at work. Um, I got a promotion, and so now I have to reprioritize work in there. And so it's difficult in this day and age with all the things that we have going on in our lives to make sure that our priorities stay the way they are and we just have to work on it on a daily basis. Is there one of the three that is the most difficult for you like that you find yourself maybe forgetting or having to work harder to fit in the right priority or? Yeah I think because of this change for work for me um, work is taking more time and So, unfortunately, I think work has moved up to the number one position and God is second and spouses third and children are fourth. And so I have to work on that on a daily basis to make sure that those other three come before work. But it's a it's a difficult challenge. I know that it's hard for everybody to make their priorities straight. Yeah, and you bring out a good point. Anytime we have something new happen and takes away our attention, or we need something to be successful, like a new job, um, or brand new baby, our focus is always going to shift. But I think the important thing is that to recognize that this order of priority isn't so much about time, as much as it is about what's in your heart, and what you think about fulfilling. And so it's easy, kind of like you said, work is really demanding right now. And so it's easy to put your focus there. But I think you've been doing a great job. I mean, you go to That Man Is You on Saturday morning. You go to Adoration most Monday mornings. You've been going to Bible study. And um, obviously, we go to church on Sunday. And church is challenging with a two-year-old. And then, you know, you do still make time for me and the kids. And I, of course, can't speak for the kids, but I don't feel less of a priority. And I feel like I can speak up if for some reason I feel kind of lost, which is different than it would have been a long time ago. So I think you do a great job. Thanks. Um, Okay, so the next question is kind of an extension of that. So with the busyness of kids, work, and schedules, how how do you make time for your spouse? Like what are some things that you do? So... I'm going to tell you what I do, and then you're going to think, oh my gosh, is that really what he does? (laughs) I actually put time on my calendar. Like, I I schedule time 
with my family and with my spouse, with Melissa. And you're thinking the guy has to put it on his calendar. And I think we put important stuff on our calendar. Appointments that we have to be at, doctor's appointments. I have meetings at work that I have to be at. And so your calendar fills up fast. And so it doesn't mean that Melissa's any more less important to me or my kids are any more less important to me. Um, But I schedule time for them. I schedule time to during the day to call Melissa or text her. Um, we have family day on Sundays. And so I make sure that my schedule is set that so I can spend Sundays with my family. Um, I schedule time to spend with the boys when I can. Um, we have family dinner night every Tuesday night is family dinner night. So it's just, you know, we have a lot going on in our lives. And so I don't think that Melissa's any less important by me putting her on my calendar. It just means that her that she's that much more important because she gets put on my calendar. Yeah, and I would say the same thing. When I first thought about the fact that he was putting me on his calendar, it kind of upset me a little bit. Like, really, you have to schedule thinking about me? <laughs> and what I realized was what he just said was that nothing gets put on his calendar unless it's important. And so, you know, he doesn't put all the things he doesn't have time to do on his calendar. And if we don't schedule the time together, it won't happen. And I'm sure you guys experience that. You know, we have to be really cautious about how we make time for each other. And so I've learned that it it matters that I'm on his calendar and that that's a sign of him making a decision to love me rather than letting the day get away from him. Okay, so I hope that was informative for you. Uh, It was actually very fun for Jim and I to just do that together. And we love doing our marriage classes together. And I wish he could be on the podcast with us every week, but that's not very realistic. But I think the goal would be probably once a month, he would be some form of a guest participant. Um, And we actually have quite a few more questions we were able to address today, just too much for one podcast. So they they will reappear in the next few weeks. And so I hope you have a wonderful week. My challenge for this week, if you choose to accept it, is that I'd like you to think about maybe a light bulb that went off today when you were listening to Jim or maybe my responses. If a light bulb went off like, oh, I don't do that very well, or oh, wow, I wonder what that would be like if we tried that. (laughs) Whatever seemed to speak to you the most, my challenge is that you do it, that you take this week to focus on reordering your priorities and trying to take some practical steps. And if you've been listening for the last several weeks, we've talked about God first, spouse second, and children third. And it's not a simple concept as it might sound. And you're probably experiencing that. If you've been trying to make changes, you probably realize that it's not something that's just going to happen overnight, that we basically have to retrain our brain. We have to retrain our heart. We have to retrain our personality (laughs) to think in that proper order. And it wasn't because we weren't made to think that way, because we were. We were made to be in communion with God. We were made to be... um, selfless in our marriage and to die 
of ourselves to serve our spouse. And as husband and wife, we were made to help God build his family by helping God create the next generation. And, but that gets broken because of original sin and the presence of sin in the world. And so because we have to combat that there's all this other stuff going on around us that isn't of God, but we can easily get sucked into it. We have to reorder our priorities every day. It's not just a switch we can flip. We literally have to keep flipping it and keep reminding ourselves. And so, um, so don't be down on yourself if this just didn't happen the first time you flipped the switch. I, I would be shocked if it did. And so just keep getting up every morning and trying. And so your challenge for this week, if you choose to accept it, I believe will really make a difference in your marriage. And um, I'd love to hear about it if, um, if you desire to share. We would love to know how these podcasts are impacting your life. And so I'm going to let you go for the rest of today and for the rest of this week and just ask that uh, God would surround you and protect you and your spouse and your family and that he would help you to be the light to this world that, um, that he knows that you can be. God bless. Have a great week.